When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alexis, I might need your help. Might have got myself into a little sticky situation. Uh oh. But the issue is, I don't know if you're gonna have my back. Mm. How sticky? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. You gotta explain it. A you little were bit you more. were trying to figure out I what I, what I was talking about right before the show. I'll fight whoever. You don't oh, know is either. This with Kareem? No, it is. It is. So Dude. yesterday, Mike McGlinchey <gasps> and Kareem Jackson talked at the podium. And the Broncos live stream these. And uh, I, uh, when I was going back, just looking through uh, Twitter, I noticed that the cameraman for the Broncos didn't adjust the camera properly enough. And I just thought it was so fascinating, yeah. this picture. So I screenshot it and tweeted it. Um. There's like no editing here. How crazy is this? Mike McGlinchey, six foot eight. Kareem Jackson listed. At five foot ten, and uh, I was like, "You have got to be kidding me! This looks wild!" And for the people listening on the podcast, um, Mike McGlinchey's taking up like the whole screen, and then Kareem Jackson is on the lower <laughs> half of it at best. Yeah. And so I tweeted it, and just I mean, I was blown. I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah, that is. And, and that they're two football players like playing the exact same game. Totally different position, though. Like Totally, totally on. different position. And No, there's nothing wrong with this. This is not a slight of cream or anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, he found it and uh, quote tweeted it and said, uh, Hey, Zach, uh, show some respect or I'm going to give you a wedgie when I see you in the building. Ooh. Some laughing, crying emojis. <laughs> um, you guys have my back? Because uh, I, I, can't, I can't take Kareem. I'm getting that wedgie if he sees me. I know, you're smaller me. than yeah, Kareem. Tough. I know, I know. That's tough. I think you are smaller than... Yaya, do you have that? I think Yaya put together something for you, man. Oh, God. Just to show... Oh, come you. on. <laughs> I'm all, I, I'm, I would be listed at 5'10 on the Broncos roster, too. Oh, I'll tell man. you that. I'll tell you that. 
Wow, yeah, 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 doing me That's dirty cold, there. Huh? Yeah, I don't know if I got, I, I got your back always, man, but you know what I'm but, saying? Yeah. If Kareem, you know what I'm saying? You guys just might have to finish it, you know what I'm saying? Certain yeah. things in the locker room got to get handled between whoever yeah. it's dealt with, and you know. Damn. Yeah, damn. I think that's an A to B situation, and I just see my way out of it because that is uh, just, I mean, usually I'm your ride or die. Yeah. We've been working together for a long time, but like, I mean, put, you can't put Kajak on blast like that. We all know he's like a smaller statured human, but especially you being as small as you are, you yeah. can't be out there calling guys out for their I'm, stature. I'm, I wasn't. You know what? When when I saw this, thanks for that. When I saw this, I was I was like so impressed with Kareem, thinking about like when I saw the thing before, not his tweet or, or my tweet, but just when I saw the difference, I'm like, this guy's on a football field with guys that are this much bigger than him, and he's been doing it for 14 seasons now, 13 yeah. seasons now, and he's still going at at an elite level. Yeah. And uh, not only is he doing this, but he's like the hardest hitter on the field, yeah. which is just yeah. insane because obviously he's not hitting guys like Mike McGlinchey left and right, mm -hmm. but pretty much everyone he hits is bigger than him, and he's just still doing it. So I'm just like, damn, it's impressive. It is impressive. It's kind of like that picture um with the wide receiver from the seahawks what's the guy's name the big buff wide receiver from oh the dj metcalf yep. yeah yeah yep. and that kicker and they're like you can't believe that <laughs> yeah. these two guys play the same yep. sport like yep. how does that even work yeah um, yeah it's, it's just like that and uh i believe there's one with derrick henry a couple of years ago they signed like an undrafted running back um and because he was undrafted he was a small guy i think he was like, like little like, brother yeah exactly yeah. and it, it literally looked like that and it's just wild because it, it makes me think of like in college football, how big of a difference there is from totally. being a freshman mm -hmm. to a junior, let alone a senior, and just how like much you grow in those couple of years. Like five-star recruits will come on and they'll be a backup their freshman year, mm -hmm. and by the time they're a junior, they're an All-American and then like a top ten pick in the draft. Right. And uh, just think about the age difference. Like that's two or three years in the NFL. It's like one to fifteen year difference yeah. at times. That's, I feel like that's why they had to move it back to where you only had to you had to play three years of college because you're really going right. up against grown men. Like yeah. these guys have families, they got dad strength, <laughs> um, and plus they're almost forty years old. Like these are some grown men you got to play with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Kareem's he's a girl dad too, so he's he's extra <laughs> tough. I will say. I, what I love about Kareem Jackson is it doesn't matter what size he is, just the way that he's willing to throw his body around. Mm -hmm. I mean, he takes guys out low. Like I always, I'm like, this guy's a bowling ball. Yeah. He'll just like throw himself at somebody's feet and he'll trip him up and he'll he'll make the tackle. And he's, I, I just love him because he just plays with such heart. And to have a guy like that in this room, it doesn't matter if he's, you know, 5'10 or 6'4", or like, <laughs> all heart man he's gonna bring all that heart to that wedgie yeah. man. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. that's crazy like a wedgie yeah. at my age i i don't even i would be so mad if somebody gave me a wedgie at this age i'd rather you like try to punch me in my face than give me a wedgie oh, wow. like, when was the last time you saw somebody get a wedgie no probably me next week in open locker room i can't wait yeah. i'll be there yeah that would be yeah. sad man it would so be good. sad um you know i i tried to uh get his attention today but he didn't look over at the media oh. maybe he's a little scared 
I don't scared. think he's <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's yeah, scared. He's certainly not scared. But you know how it is over at Broncos. They uh, they don't let the media anywhere close to the players mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, the so you don't even have to worry anymore. Exactly. It's true. Yeah, okay, they're actually yeah. protecting me. So yeah. I, I have to thank them. Yeah, the rope is there to keep you in, yeah. to keep you safe That's from Kareem exactly Jackson. Right. Yeah. Exactly yeah, totally. right. Exactly right. Totally. Yeah, they're at Compete Street. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. At Compete Street, Broncos are going to be competing in 17 games this year. Mm-hmm. Let's go through this. Let's give our final DNVR Broncos prediction for the season because a lot of times we've held this till next week. Yep. But next week it's game week. And there's oh. so much going on. And you always think like, oh, well, no, there's going to be time. But no, we're going to hit the ground running. And I'll tell you what, next week, we've got a little bit of a different schedule next week because of the holiday on Monday. We're still doing five pods, so we're not shortchanging you on week number one of game week. But we're going to be going Tuesday through Friday and then post game next Sunday after the Broncos beat the Raiders, potentially. We'll dive into that in a second, but you're not going to want to miss Tuesday's show. Let, let me just say that. You, you guys are the first ones to know right now Tuesday's show is going to be huge. So stay tuned to that. But... Let's go through this. Let's go through this because we are one week away from the Bron- or for, from the NFL regular season opening where it's the Lions and the Chiefs. Now, we're not going to go through every game in the NFL schedule, but do you think that's a good game to start the NFL season out? Or do you think it's too risky of the NFL and it's just going to be a, a clobbering? You know, I think it, it might be a good game because you have a team – and the Lions that is really up and coming, up and coming. They're finding their legs. They're starting to gain some momentum. They may be able to put something together. Um, I think either way, it'll be a good game. If they get if they get clobbered, um, it'll be nice to see the Chiefs in full form, even until they play us. Oh. Until they play us. Um, but I think either way, it'll be a good game. So I think it's a good game to start the season off with. Well, Henry's tuning in right now, so he loved that you said oh, uh, my it'll gosh. be great to yeah. see the Chiefs in full form. He's he's happy about that. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean. I think it's going to be an absolute just whooping, unfortunately, (laughs) which I hate to say, but um, I don't think I don't think the Lions stand a chance. So Mm. unfortunately, I think it's going to be a rough one, but no Chris Jones. I know. Maybe able to put some stuff together on the offense. I don't know, man. Chris Mm. Jones starts missing a million over a million dollars next week. That is Mm. wild. But the fact that he's not back in the building right now. That's wild. That is. And we can jump to the Broncos now because it's also wild that Josh Jacobs, the the Bronco beater, didn't show up to the building until less than two weeks before Mm -hmm. their game. How much will that impact the Raiders? And let's just dive into this. Let's dive into week one and start with that question. Do do we think Josh Jacobs is going to be limited at all by missing the offseason, training camp, preseason? Or will he be like 100% ready to go? He'll be good. I'll say he'll be like 90% because, you know, he hasn't really built, you know, new quarterback. He hasn't built that that chemistry with him in the offensive line um, yeah. yet for this season. So he'll still have his talent, but he won't be at peak form. So um, if anything, it'll be the best, the best case scenario for the Broncos to play him week one when he's not fully ready. Yeah, best time to go up against Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. is obviously week one. I, I think he's kind of one of those guys who he's not going to miss too many beats. Um, what I'm really curious about, though, is just what the vibe is like in the locker room. Like, Todd, do you remember times where a guy maybe would show up, you know, after training camp or three quarters away through training camp, and then all of a sudden he's a starting, in this case, a starting running back? Like, are guys kind of like, damn, man, like we were just out here for the last month plus. <laughs> 
and you just show up late in the game here because you didn't get the you didn't get paid as well as that you wanted to as soon as you wanted to like What's that vibe like? The only person that is mad is the backup at that position. Yeah. Everybody else is like, thank you. Like, okay. we needed you. We're so glad to have you back. But that backup is like, man, I'm sick of this guy, man. I want him to go back home. So who did you experience that with? Vaughn. But Vaughn wasn't training camp. He was just the off season, He was just like the right? off season. Yeah. yeah. We and knew he was coming back. It, and then Chris Harris, I believe, missed the off season, but was back for training camp as yeah. well. I don't think there haven't been any like long holdouts no. in the Broncos in as long as I can remember. I just feel like I'd be sitting there like if I was in that running back's yeah. room, I'd just be like, man, comes in. I've been, out here, the I've been out here trying to ball out and yeah. win my job. Yeah. And like I was going to be the starter this year. And then you come in last minute. Like I was hoping you were going to sign with the Broncos. That's what I hope the, <laughs> the Raiders were saying. But yeah, no, I uh, I think a Josh Jacobs. I think a Raiders team with Josh Jacobs on it is a better team than without him on it, but mm. I don't think they're going to beat the Broncos no. at home. I love it. Ever. I, don't I think, think the Broncos are going to get the win. You know, I don't think the Raiders team will be ready. I think we'll be more prepared. We'll have a better game plan. Just overall, I think we have the better team. So um, we're posed to start the season off strong with a win, so I don't see why we don't get it. Sean Payton wants to build up the momentum from last week, and I think they get the win. And Sean Payton obviously has so many tricks in his bag just because he's one of the best offensive minds ever. And sometimes you think like, well, a coach is going to save a lot of those tricks until midseason, later in the season, maybe even some for the playoffs. But Sean Payton has just emphasized time and time again how important a fast start is. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think we're going to see some tricks week one, week two, probably every single week uh, leading up to week five where there's definitely going to be a lot of tricks against the Jets. And so I don't think he's going to be holding anything back. Russ, Jimmy Garoppolo, who would you rather have right now? There's probably an argument for both sides, but I think most people would say Russ right now. For sure. And there's just no question. Would you rather have Sean Payton or Josh McDaniels? <sighs> Not even close. So I'm going Broncos as well. We're all going Broncos. And it's just a little scary to say that because the Broncos have not beat Josh Jacobs. Mm. 7-0 against the Broncos. But it ends this time. And the Broncos' six-game losing streak to the, to the Raiders finally ends. And I think that's going to be a big game. Yeah. Because the next week, Broncos are at home again. Mm -hmm. Play the Commanders. And this Commanders team, at least when I think of the Commanders, I think like uh, uh, easy win. Yeah. Like bad team. And then you look back and you're like, Week 17 and 18, they were fighting for a playoff spot last right. year. Like, they finished just right around 500. And you're like, damn, where did that come from? Is that how you think of the commanders? Or do I just way undersell them? No, they're, it's an easy win. That's, easy how, <laughs> that's win. how I'm thinking about it. The Broncos should sweep the floor with them. And really, if they have a good win week one, it should really carry over to week two. And I don't yeah. see the commanders being able to come in here and beat them. Um, so I say the first two are definitely winnable games and games that the Broncos should win. Um, now, will they? That's another yeah, That's another yeah, segment, yeah. but I think they should, for sure. Yeah, I don't see any reason why the Broncos, especially on the defensive side, if they can't hold the Commanders to fewer than, you know, 10 points in that game, I mean, I'd be pretty shocked. So, so I think... I think more 16-10 wins for the I Broncos think, this year? I think there might be another 16-10 <laughs> win. Um, especially early, just with Jerry Judy still being out. I mean, we don't know if he's going to miss all that time, yeah. but... Um, you know, it's going to be some some slower football games. I think they're going to be pounding the rock a little bit. So it's just going to it's going to eat that clock up. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to see other than, you know, if uh, um, 
Javante Williams just rips off, you know, a huge, huge run if we're going to see really big yard gaining plays like that. So I think it's going to be a slow burn the first couple weeks, but I think they're going to be um, tough wins, yeah. but wins at that. I think that you brought up a great point. This might be the lowest scoring game of the season for the Broncos mm -hmm. in week two, but I do think it's going to be a win as well because um, I, I saw today that it doesn't look like Terry McLaurin, their best player on the offensive side of the ball, is going to be back. So you're not going to cool. have Jerry Judy potentially for the Broncos. Uh, scary Terry for the Commanders. And what scares me about the Broncos offense popping off that game is the, the Commanders pass rush is insane. They've invested like four first-round picks on that pass mm -hmm. rush. Uh, some of them have really panned out. Others like Chase Young haven't fully panned out. And the Broncos offensive line... You hope that they get it together at some point this season, but week two, it still might be a little iffy in terms of the, the pass protection, but run blocking should be pretty good. So, Alexis, I think you're spot on, like a 16-10 game or something like that, but 2-0, no one cares. There you go. That's uh, how you start. Broncos last year, week two, remember what game that was? No, I try to forget last it was, year It as was about as, as embarrassing of a win as you could possibly have. That's the play clock game. That's when the fans mm. were counting down the play early? clock against the Houston Texans. And they mm. barely beat the Houston Texans. But you yeah. know what? It was a win. So it was like, that was embarrassing. But you got away with the win. And uh, especially a 2-0 start for the Broncos this year. First road game of the season now. Maybe the worst time to play in Miami. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's still going to be a September game. Yeah. Mm. It's hot. It's humid, Miserable. which the Broncos have not had to deal with yet this year. Um, and uh, it's going up against a good Miami team. Um, now, it all depends probably on Tua, but is this, a, is this a win for the Broncos? You know, this is tough. I'm going to say this may be the first loss of the season for the Broncos. I think that is a formidable uh, team in Miami. I think that if Tua's healthy, I think they're going to play really well. Tyreek Hill, um, you know, is a really good receiver, and we played him a lot when he was in Kansas City. I think Chubb has a lot to play for. I think Vic Fangio has a lot to coach for. Mm. Like, I think there's a lot going into this game. And so um, it's going to be a hot day in Miami. I think the Broncos may lose this by, like, a close margin, like three points. But it'll be a tough game. You mentioned Tyreek Hill. What, what kind of nightmare is it game planning against someone that, you can't replicate like no one on the team can rep replicate speed like i being in pat sertan's mind i might rather have to cover Devonte adams uh -huh. than tyreek hill just because Devontae's really good but it's not like there's something that no one else can do on the field where tyreek when you just have that speed literally the best cornerback in the nfl can't necessarily replicate that yeah it's tough and the thing about especially when he was at the chiefs they put him everywhere so although we will rec replicate him at one in practice like in the game he's at three and now i'm on him like <laughs> one on one i'm like come on um, he ran so, a four three forty right he did he no did. you no no no, uh, no. Close, close close but i'm okay, not okay, you know okay. i won't tell you what it was um but they just move him so many different places and that's what really makes him uh, so tough to guard is that you never know if he's going to be on a linebacker or a um, or a corner or a safety like and he's so fast and uses that speed so a lot of times we would double him you know maybe have Chris underneath um, and have TJ over the top or Darian Stewart over the top we would do, definitely do things to get him off his route early because that speed is deadly can you be physical with him like is that what you try to do because that's what I would think to do with the with the speed guy but 
he's kind of built. Yeah. yeah. You try to be physical, but don't miss. Like, that's the biggest <laughs> right. thing. Like, get in his way as much as you can. But if you miss off the line, then he's just running for days and then we're all toast. I'm uh, intrigued to see this Vic Fangio, Vance Joseph, Showdown. you know, defensive oh, mindset, yes. just head to head battle. Um, it's going to be interesting because I, their defenses are obviously incredibly similar and there's a lot of similar um, lingo, I yeah. guess you yeah. could say. Yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting to kind of see these two guys go head to head. Who do you think wins in a defensive juggernaut between <sighs> these two guys? I think, unfortunately, the way the schedule falls, the NFL didn't help the Broncos out at the beginning of the season, not with the games necessarily, but with the matchups of uh, – Vic Fangio getting his revenge against the Broncos Ooh, in week we're gonna three. We're going to get to the Jets here Nathan, in a second. Yeah, Nathaniel yeah. Hackett and the Jets in week three. And I do think Vic is going to get up a little more for that Broncos game. And uh, you do have Sean Payton, though. I mean, what a battle. Vic scheming, Sean mm. Payton scheming. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a really close game. I wouldn't be surprised to see it go either way. But just playing in Miami early on yeah. in the season when it's going to be so hot. I give the slight nod to the Dolphins. Okay, so a little home uh, home field advantage there. Yeah. Okay. Is that where you're leaning? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, are the Dolphins a little overrated this year just by like a skosh? Maybe. But they do have a good team. I think the Broncos at this point in the season, I mean, I think this is their first real matchup this is their first big game one that they could lose um and i i think they're still gonna be working kinks out at this point there's just gonna be little nuances um on both sides of the ball that that they're still gonna be working out so i'm gonna give it to miami like you said i think there's some home field advantage there um and yeah i think that defense there in miami is gonna be pretty damn good and it's also the first road game it's yep. also the first 11 a.m game for the mm -hmm. broncos and todd is there a difference for players, is it harder to get up for an 11 a.m. game on the East Coast um, instead of just the normal 225, especially when you're just used to playing that in Denver, or is that not an excuse? No, I think it is uh, something to it. You got to get up earlier. You got to mm. get your body ready earlier. You kind of got to go to sleep um, earlier than you would have because once you travel, your body is still on the clock from back here yeah. um, in Denver. So you got to, like, force yourself to fall asleep, and you got to force yourself to wake up. Yeah. So there is something to play in. Um, earlier games on the East Coast, but um, they should still be able to come out and perform well yeah. um, regardless of that. Yeah. I will say when I traveled with the team, this is from purely like team media perspective, what I had to do on those road trips, like minimal. I struggled, man. Like I could not get myself mentally right. Just like going to bed at, at the end of the day, you still don't fall asleep until 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. their yeah. time. And to get up that early, you're just your body just feels so weird. And that was me just like figuring out what time I needed to be in the press box. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like right. I can't even imagine having to get up and like play a game like that. So I always have such respect for those guys when they come out and they ball out like on a East Coast, you know, 11 a.m. game. Like oof, I just yeah, I'm not functioning that early. Especially when you have to go against Tyree Kill. Yeah, and like Bradley I would just Chubb. It's also going to be going against him. Bench me. Yeah. Just bench me. I'm well, not a morning person. Well, if you need help going to bed, check out our friends over at Kind Love. That could put you <laughs> to sleep. And our friends over at Kind Love are going to give you 25% off the ability to do that if you go to their Cherry Creek store or their North Denver store and mention the code DNVR. You're going to receive 25% off all Kind Love flower pre rolls and their Turbo Joint line. And if you can't get it, get to one of those stores. They have over 100 uh, stores that you can get 
their turbo core line, which is the stuff that packs the punch. That's their specialty. The turbo joints and kind love flower are sold in more than 100 stores. So check them out and go to one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Use that code DNVR to get 25% off or visit them at kindlove.com. Yeah, and if you head over to Kind Love, just get you a little something-something because you're going to a show out at Red Rocks. But, mm. you know, maybe you're just stressed out because you don't have tickets for that show yet. You got your Beautiful. weed, but you don't have tickets. <laughs> Darn. Well, we got something for you, of course. We have our friends over at Game Time. You guys know how this works. Trying to find them last minute, hunting down tickets. They had the best price competing with other buyers for every popular event. So if you're buying tickets for your favorite events, don't stress out. Game time is fast and easy. It's a great way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. So they have killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and get hyped to have some fun. So be sure to do that. You guys know that you can use the code DNVR for 20% off. Boom. Stuff. Boom. Did I finally? That was perfect. Did I finally That was perfect. I, can, you did I usually it. can't do, I usually can't bridge the two. That was perfect. I tried that yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. It, cool. it was great. Um, two and one start. Would you take that? Would you sign up for that right now? If I put it on the table and said you can take it. Absolutely. Even though you're guaranteeing yourself a loss? 100%. Yeah, that's a great start. I think two and one, you're still starting off um, above 500. Um, you're playing well, so you won two games. I think no game is easy in the NFL. There's a lot of games. You start off with a um, divisional opponent, AFC West. Those games are never easy. They're always close. To go, so go and get a win there. Um, so starting off 2-1, and one, I think, is a great way to start the season. It's not 3-0, and oh, but I think it's still a positive start. Yeah, I think, if anything, there's just a chance of them being 3-0, and oh, which is really exciting. Um, yeah. But 2-1, and one, especially just the year that this team is coming off of, I think Broncos country heading into October is going to be pretty excited after those three games. I would sign up so fast for so two quick. for two and one. Just mm -hmm. winning record yep. for this team. I mean, you, you give that to me probably any point in the season, and, and I'm taking it. And we'll see if the winning record stays. You said there's no easy games in the NFL, Todd, yep. and that's something that players, coaches say all the time um, for good reason, too. But is playing the team that had the number one pick in the NFL draft last year or before they traded it. The worst team in the NFL last year. Is that an easy game? Because the Broncos week four go into Chicago and play the Bears. Yeah, I know. They were the worst in the NFL, but I, I don't think we were like that that much better. So <laughs> it will be a game um, that for us that we need to come and win. I think it's going to be a tough game because they all are, but I think this is definitely a winnable game. And like you said, they were the worst team in the NFL last year. It's going to be a game that the Broncos can take control of. Now, the thing with games like this is you have to knock those guys out early. Mm. You know, you can't let them hang around the game. You can't give them a chance in the fourth quarter to go ahead and win because then they have momentum. They feel like they played with you the whole entire game. Yeah. You really need to take them out early of the game. So the Broncos come out and handle business. I feel like this is a game that they can win. The Bears, Justin Fields. I just think I can't wait to see Pat Sertan on DJ Moore. Mm, That's yep, going to be yep, such yep, a good yep. matchup. I cannot wait to see that. I think this is an easy win for the Broncos. Easy. So we got to win here. It's two against one. Do you I, think they lose this no, game? No, I think I think it's a There's win, no but way. I am I'm nervous for this game. Not Broncos against Bears. I think the Bears are going to be in tons of games this season i think justin fields has taken a big step up and i think especially todd if you, if the broncos don't knock him out in the fourth quarter mm -hmm. or before the fourth quarter 
Justin Fields and, and his legs, a playmaker late in the fourth quarter, that's not what you want to be no. going up against. So Broncos should take care of business because DJ Moore, great player. The, the Bears have some playmakers. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason that they were the worst team in the NFL last year. There's still just big holes, specifically in the trenches. So Broncos should be able to take take care of them. I thought we were going to fight more about this. I oh, mean, we, we're still like it's still early. We're only on week four. A little but too like, easy. A little too easy early on here. We'll see. Well, I think that sets it up perfectly because Alexis, <laughs> week hey, five ooh. coming up right here. Game of the year for the Broncos. Can't wait. Is this bigger yeah, than the right Chiefs now. game? Yeah, is this right. bigger than the Raiders or Chargers games? No, the Chiefs, I think, are always going to be the biggest on our schedule just because we haven't beaten them in so long. Yeah, but second biggest on the schedule, for sure. There's a lot of hype around this mm-hmm. game. Um, I think the players are going to be amped. The coaches mm-hmm. are going to be amped. Um, everybody's going to come ready to play this game. Yep. It's going to be a battle from start to finish, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Unfortunately, I think that Sean Payton, his comments are going to hype up the Jets players a little more than the comments are going to hype up the Broncos players. I think this is going to be a very close game. But the players don't hate Nathaniel Hackett. Mm -hmm. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's a really good guy. Yeah, He just was a very bad coach. But it's not like the Broncos players hate Nathaniel Hackett, and so they're going to be extra fired up to beat him because they hate him. The Jets players, I mean, Sean Payton went right after their offensive coordinator. And you know who loves their offensive coordinator is their quarterback. And uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get those Jets players fired up. Who is he? uh, Yeah. (laughs) Did you guys see on Hard Knocks when he hit the guy? We're like, I don't even know who you are. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) So good. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I just think this is, I think the Jets are going to be really good this year. Um, So unfortunately, I think this is a loss. Hmm. Is this where the disagreement starts? Maybe. I I don't know. Um, This is, it's a home game. Mm -hmm. I like as much as I think the Jets are going to be fired up. I think this fan base here in Denver, they know. They're smart. They've been paying attention. They know that whether they agree or disagree with Sean Payton's comments, they're standing behind their team. I think this is going to be the loudest, the rowdiest Mm. that we're going to see Broncos country until that Chiefs game. Um, and I think there's some home field advantage there. Yeah. Just, I think this crowd's going to be really into this game. I think it's going to be so loud on third down in there that I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to think straight. So I know he's a vet and he's done it all before, but um, I don't know. I think the crowd's going to play into this one a lot, and there's going to be a lot of passion. So I'm actually going to give this one to the Broncos. Boom. So that's where I we can start to disagree. It. You guys think. Todd? You guys think to go one and one, and now I got to break the tie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you guys were just going to come to a decision. I was going to be able to rock with it. No. Oh, dang. That's Tiebreaker. Um, <laughs> this is a big one. This is a big oh, this it. is tough. Because yeah. I agree with you, Todd. I think, I, think, I think you're right. I think the Chiefs, one of the Chiefs games is number one on yes. Broncos fan schedule. I think yeah. this is number two. Yeah. I'm going to give it um to sean payton's play calling and design ability um i think he's gonna stand behind his comments and i think for that he's gonna put together a masterful game plan i don't care if he has to stay extra time um here i'm not scared of nathaniel hackett's game plan on offense like it's fair so i think that sean payton's gonna put together some magic and he's gonna feel like he has to yep so um, I'm going to give it to the Broncos, come in there and get a win. 
it'd be silly yeah. to say that this is a must win for the Broncos because it's not. This is a must win for Sean Payton, though. For sure. 100%. And uh, you put Sean Whoa. Payton in a corner and tell him, like, he's got to win because of what he did. Uh-huh. It, yeah. It's hard to bet against that. So I, I see where you guys are coming don't put, from. Don't put baby in a box. And baby put baby in a box. And now it's <laughs> going to be scary. And you know what? The Broncos, as we continue to go through the schedule, they have to start well this season to give mm-hmm. themselves a chance because it gets really hard from pretty much the yeah. Jets game on. But look, 4-1. and one, <sighs> They gave, they're giving good. themselves more than a chance here. And uh, the next game is the toughest game on the schedule because not only is it in Kansas City short against the Chiefs, it's a short week. Mm-hmm. I think this is the hardest game of the season, not just for the Broncos, for any team in the NFL. Yeah. I don't think the NFL could have, make, could have put together a harder game for any team going into Kansas City on a Thursday night game, yeah, that's mean. Um, so the streak, the streak continues. Okay, so you're saying that the Broncos lose? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think this is going to be a tough game for the Broncos. Um, playing in Arrowhead is never fun. It's loud. They're rowdy, and then you got to do it on a short week. Um, you won't have a lot of time to prep. That was a big thing for when we did win against the Chief. We did a lot of work in the prep before the game mm-hmm. and i think you really cut that down you're not going to have a true day of practice going to be all walkthrough so you know replicating what travis kelsey does you won't be able to do in walkthrough so the first time some of these younger guys and um you know the defense will be able to go against it's going to be full speed live action so you know i do i will say that the broncos may fall to the chiefs the first time, but I will say that they're going to beat them the second time. Oh. So they'll go one and one this year. I think that's all we can ask for against the Chiefs. You sign up for that right now? If I say if we can one go one and one for Chiefs, sure, Alexis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I completely agree with Todd on this one, just because the short week is is brutal for this Broncos team to have to head. In. The only good news is it's still October. Yeah, um, it's true. And so it's not freezing in Arrowhead and just absolutely miserable. But at the same time, I just think. To go from that really um, emotional game Sunday against the Jets, because it's going to be emotional either way, whether they win or lose. Yeah. And that's going to be one you might get too high on that one, and you might get a little low on that one, um, especially for the younger guys. Yeah. So it's just going to be such a quick turnaround. Unfortunately, I'm going to give this one to the Chiefs, but I'm with. I mean, we could probably skip. Which week are we seeing the Chiefs? Just two weeks later. later. Yeah, two weeks later. Yeah, we could probably skip that conversation because, like, I think, I mean, Todd and I already. Already on the on the wind. So what happens? On the wind boat. The Broncos beat the yeah. Chiefs in uh, what week is that? Six eight week mm-hmm. eight. The Broncos get the dub, and what's crazy is those are like ten day no, uh, like twenty days apart. Mm-hmm. Those yeah, three crazy. games, and let's just focus on that right now, and we'll talk about the game in between. D- is that an advantage for a one team over the other? No, I, I would say that both teams have an advantage with that, but I think it's more so an advantage for the defenses. Um, you've got to go against this offense. Um, you know, they're going to put in some different plays, but you've kind of seen their bread and butter, and you kind of remember it with only, you know, one week in between. So I think the defenses definitely play better in kind of these back-to-back games than the offenses do because they've seen it. We know what you like to run, especially on a short week. You're really going to run your bread and butter. Um, so the second time around, I think the defense should perform even better um, in that second game. Well, I, th- I would think that's the advantage Broncos yeah. because we know the Chiefs have the advantage on offense. Yeah. Broncos have the advantage on defense. And with this, with the first game against the Chiefs, maybe a reason they pull off the upset, 
Chris Jones said on social media, which social media can be just to get leverage with the Chiefs, but he mm-hmm. said he's going to hold out to week eight. Mm-hmm. This game's in week six, so they don't have Chris Jones. It's good. The, the difference between the Broncos defense and the Chiefs defense there is huge, um, but he said his first game back would be week eight and the second game against the Chiefs is week eight. But still, like you kind of said with Josh Jacobs, the best time to play against these people yeah. is their first game back. So playing Chris Jones first week back, that, that could help the Broncos there. Um, okay, so one and one, uh, but sandwiched in between, you got the Green Bay Packers at home. Jordan Love, you 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 buy, you believe in love. I'm not on the love train. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't know what he'll do in his career, but I don't think he can come in here and beat us. So uh, I'm not joining the love train. I'm on the rush train. Is that <laughs> <it>? <laughs> uh, so I think the Broncos get a win here. So what are we at? Six and two already? Um, yeah, I think it would be six and two oh, after wait, that I gotta second Chiefs game. Goes yeah. Ten and seven. Um, no, I agree with you. I, I think I think this is a win. In fact, I think this is a uh, at sitting at five and two or four and two heading at five and two heading into this game. It wouldn't be a must win in this position. But mm-hmm. if the Broncos drop like one more game that we think they're going to win before this time. This is almost a must-win game because you go, um, what is it, Jets, Chiefs, this game, Chiefs again. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be on a four-game losing streak if you lose to, to, to the uh, Jets and then the Chiefs in a four-day stretch. And then you play the Chiefs again after yeah. this game. This is probably going to be a must-win. And, uh, yeah, I think at home this defense is, uh, is going to dominate Jordan Love. And this should be a fun game to be at. But we talk about Jordan Love. Is there an advantage for Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur, the play caller, by at this point only really having six or seven games of, of tape out there for Vance Joseph and the defense to look at? Um, well, it depends on how well they execute uh, within the first couple of weeks because it'll be a short amount of time. But at the same time, if he's executing at a low level, they're going to have to run basic plays for him to mm. you know, have success. So that'll really play into, into the Broncos' hands. Yeah. You think it's a win, too? Yeah. I think this is a dub just because, like you guys have mentioned, I just I don't think the Packers are going to have it all figured out at this point in the season. I don't think they're going to have it figured out at all this season, really, at any point. Um, you know, I as much as I like Matt LaFleur and I think he runs a pretty decent offense, I'm excited to see what this offense looks like without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, how good so, of a coach he actually like, is. How good of a coach is Matt LaFleur? Yeah. We're going to find out. Uh, this year and specifically week seven but I just think with with young guys you know scattered throughout that roster I just I don't think a a week seven win in Denver is something that the Packers should be counting on yeah Yeah. I agree and then the following week is week eight Chiefs dub got got a dub from the crew and there'd be nothing better than going to the bye week Mm -hmm. at six and two and just beating the Chiefs Sean Payton's going to say, everyone go to Mexico and mm-hmm. make sure to bring your Shady Rays when you're down in Mexico enjoying that sun. Uh, and if you want to enjoy Shady Rays or Sean wants to buy Shady Rays for all 69, 70 guys on the roster, you can get 50% off. If you buy two or more pairs of Shady Rays over at ShadyRays.com, you're going to get 50% off by using the code DNVR. So many people love Shady Rays. In fact, over 250,000 people have given Shady Rays a five-star review. They have so many different pairs of sunglasses. So check out their whole variety over at ShadyRays.com and use that code DNVR. 
365? Yes, Bet365. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're the best betting platform. Um, they have over 80 million users worldwide, over 780,000 events each year. They're a proud partner of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, check them out at bet365.com where you can turn $1 into $200 of bonus bets when you join Bet365. Use code DNVR365 at the sign up and go get in there. Start betting, man. I'm opening my account today. Uh, Hank said he's going to help me out. So <laughs> if I don't start winning, I'm going to talk to Alex about a tackle or something <laughs> and we can make it happen. So go check out Bet365. Yeah, a lot of people are, are have been saying like, wow, Hank's pissed off Alex. Uh -huh. Zach's pissed off Kareem. Good thing Todd's here, but I don't know if Todd's going to have my back, as, as he said. I got your back in every <laughs> area of life, but this one right here, I'm going to let you I put myself handle. in a yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. I that's also, fair. I asked for a lot of feedback from people yesterday that would listen to the show. Number one thing that kept coming up, when are we going to see Hank get tackled? Oh. Only thing, everybody, oh. that's the only content people want at this point. We got to well. get the people what they want, man. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we could get this. Stay out. tuned. Stay tuned. I think we could probably put something together. Yeah. 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 I think so. So stay stay tuned <laughs> to that. Um, now, this next game on the schedule, Broncos coming out of a bye. Typically, you have a little boost coming out of a bye. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be enough of a boost, Alexis, to go on the road mm -hmm. in Buffalo on Monday Night Football? So you get even more time off mm -hmm. to play the Bills in november yeah uh sean payton nine and six coming off the bye mm, like that so good to know there guy has a winning record but i i guess this is gonna all depend on for me is von miller playing in this game mm. like is he back yet i think that's probably i mean i don't know i was surprised that he was placed on the ir to yeah start the season. yeah um but that means he can come off what week five Yep, exactly. Yep. So, I mean, I think Von Miller will probably be out there for this game. Yeah. I, the the Bills are just they're such a balanced team. They are Super Bowl contenders every year as of late, which is like so funny to say. Mm -hmm. It just feels like such like an oxymoron <laughs> coming out of your mouth. Like the Bills are Super Bowl contenders. Josh Allen is damn good. Um, it's going to be fun to see Von Miller go up against this offensive line. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? Like, it's so weird, though. I think we can all agree with this. Uh, like, Broncos fans, we're all somehow just still Von Miller fans. Yep. Just through and through. Like, we just want to see him do well. Even against us, we're just like, all right, Von, you can have a good game, but, like, the Broncos <laughs> still need to win this one. Um, unfortunately, though, I just I feel like this is going to be a loss for the Broncos. I, I'm not feeling great about it. Coming off the bye maybe a little sluggish or do they have more energy Todd uh it can really go either way if they take a trip to Mexico I think they're gonna be <laughs> a little sluggish um yeah going back to Vaughn I think it's one of those things like I remember being on the sidelines playing another team that my friend was on he get a pick or something now I'm low-key like happy inside <laughs> yeah. but I'm mad because now our team's in a worse position so uh it's tough man it's tough because you always want to see him do good but not as good that right. week you know what i'm saying um so i do think it's gonna be a tough test for the broncos and coming off those buys you never really know where your head is at sometimes you bounce back and you play your best football and sometimes it takes time to get back into the groove of things so it'll be an interesting test for the broncos i do think the bills may take this a one away but we're sitting at six and three still having a great season yep. Um, and we can bounce back from this game. Yeah, and I mean, right now, no. I'm sure inside the building, Sean Payton expects to win this game. But 
if they lose this game, no one's going to be that disappointed in the yeah. team. Um, and, I mean, just speaking of Vaughn, this would be the first game, I believe, that Von Miller has played against the Broncos. For sure. They didn't play the Rams that year, right? Mm -mm. Um, and then last year, they only played the Bills in the preseason. And, yeah, uh, he was out there for that, but I don't think he was dressed. I remember mm -hmm. like seeing yeah. pictures of yeah. him dapping guys up, but That'll I don't think he weird. was ready. It'll be weird. Especially, you know why I think a big reason, well, not a big reason, but a reason why Von, why fans still love Von Miller is because he still refers to himself as a Bronco. Like he's he's uh, at the Super Bowl press conference for the Rams. Saying we Yeah, saying we talking about the Broncos. They're like, uh, you know, what was it like starting off with the Broncos and not being with the Rams? And he was like, well, you know, us Broncos, you know, is a great. And I'm just like, man, I love this from our perspective. Yeah. But it's got to be weird. with. And now in Buffalo, he still talks about us when referring to the Broncos. I mean, it's the greatest thing ever, but... That's got to be weird for the team he's on. Yeah, I mean, but what can you say? I mean, he was drafted here. He was Super Bowl champion here. Yeah. He really should have been a Bronco for life. Mm. I think he earned that. Um, yeah, I'm happy to see he's still getting paid because he's worth it. But mm -hmm. I think Vaughn, if anybody in this era right now, should have been a Bronco for life. Yeah, it did feel like it. Mm -hmm. I remember I sat down with George Payton after that, and I was just – it was like this weird, like somber interview. Like it wasn't like an exciting, like, oh, hey, okay, you guys, you know, trade Vaughn, get this for him, blah, blah, blah. It was like, you know, hey, you just want to, you know, do right by the, the vet. And I'm like, doing right by the vet, I feel like in that situation is figuring out a way mm. to keep him here. Mm -hmm. um, so that was such a weird interview to do because it's just like, I like, it's cool. Like it's, it's cool to see him go off and, and win another ring and, um, you know, just continue his legacy. But, his legacy is a Denver Bronco, Super Bowl 50 MVP. And like, just to see him in another jersey, God, I hate it. I yeah, it hate feels, it. At, at least he's not 58. At least he's not uh -huh. 58. Yeah, I appreciate that, that, that. That stayed in Denver. Yeah, I think you yeah. got to find a way to keep certain guys around. Like Ben Roethlisberger, he had multiple terrible seasons, and they were like, <laughs> we're going to still keep you on. You're a Steeler for life. I mean, it's not like he was having neck surgery like Peyton, so there wasn't this big question mark on his yeah. career if he could bounce back. Like, he just had a down year, man. Like, yeah. it happens. And I feel like you can't just – I think after that, then Trey Chubb, like, we were hurting at pass rush. We're starting to get better now. But I think it definitely – he was such a big leader on the team. Um, mm -hmm. It definitely, like, made the team – the team felt it. Yeah. For, for a long time afterwards. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Raiders when they traded Khalil Mack, and uh -huh. then, like, a couple of months yeah. later, John Gruden is like, yeah, it's really hard to find pass rushers. It's like <laughs> – you just, just traded, one. like, one of the best ones. What are you doing? Crazy. Listen to yourself. And I think with culture, too, like, Vaughn really just set the tone, mm -hmm. I feel like, in that entire room. And, like, right now, like, imagine Sean Payton with a Vaughn Miller in that room. Like, that would be... Yeah. That would be pretty fiery in all the best ways possible. So, all right, we, this just turned into a We Miss You Vaughn <laughs> show, so... <laughs> it's so true but he's the goat man yeah. the yeah. absolute best best guy to work with just everything about him he's just a legend and speaking of broncos moving on uh, the next game another prime time game this time in denver at home uh, against todd davis's oh, wow. minnesota vikings i don't even know if you can say that i was only there for like 10 minutes like <laughs> uh yeah i want to see the, the vikings lose man there we go i do man um, you guys should have brought me back, so yeah. I want to see you guys get your butt whooped. They, they, they lied to you. <laughs> you liars. No, I'm just <laughs> no, I think the Broncos can win this, man. I don't think the Vi I think the Vikings are 
going through some challenges and some changes. Uh, I know Justin Jefferson is going to be phenomenal, but I yeah. think Pastor Tan um, will make a make make his name known and make his presence felt. I think he's going to have a great game that game. Um, so I give the Broncos the win. What What's a better matchup from for our perspective, watching perspective? Is it Pat Sertan and Devontae Adams, which we get twice this year, mm. or is it Pat Sertan against Justin Jefferson? I think Pat Sertan and Justin Jefferson, that's going to be a great game. I mean, when I got to Minnesota, that was his rookie year, and he was making plays I've never seen any wide receiver make. Like, wow. I really was like, this kid is crazy. Like, <laughs> really. But the same thing watching Pat his rookie year, he's locking guys up and making plays that I've never seen a rookie cornerback make. So I'm like, yeah. this is like two, two of the best guys I've seen play football in a long time going head to head. That's a phenomenal matchup. Man. I think what's interesting about the Vikings in general, and this is, has nothing to do with that matchup, is just their ability to win close games. I think they yeah. were, what, in 12, like, one-score games last year, something yep. like that, 11 or 12, and they only lost one of those. Yeah. So I think this is going to be the game where the, the new culture, like a winning culture of the Denver Broncos is going to be on display because I feel like this is going to be a really close game. And this is this is the week to to win one of those close games. Again, I understand totally different staff, different scheme. I, I get all that. But for these, for a lot of these guys who were in this room, they're used to losing mm -hmm. one score games. And this is going to be one of those weeks where if it's tight, they absolutely have to win in order to establish that new Sean Payton winning culture in that room. The Vikings were the opposite of the Broncos last Complete year. Complete opposite. The Vikings were in so many close games and won pretty much all of them. The Broncos yeah. were in so many close games and lost pretty much all of them. But I do think you're right. Sean Payton's going to flip that. And Some, uh, some late play calling, late yeah, in game play yeah, calling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that the Vikings also, because of that, are going to come down to earth a little bit or a lot a bit this year. And um, I think that this is going to be a Broncos win as well. Man, you're right, Alexis. Not that much disagreeing here. I mean, we all just went three and zero on this. I know one. this is the most boring. Yeah, it's true. There we go. Uh, seven and three. You've got to be kidding me! With the Cleveland Browns coming to town again the following week, the Browns. I mean, meh. Some people yeah. think. Um, I think I saw something in Vegas like the the top three teams to have the biggest jump in terms of wins from last year to this year. It's the Jets, it's the Broncos, and it's the Browns. Mm. I think those are the three top teams. So you think the Browns are going to make that big jump, or are they just going to find a way to Browns it? <laughs> <laughs> like Charger it? Yeah. Um, I think they're going to have a good season. I don't think they're going to be able to compete with the Broncos if we're rolling and we're 7-3. and three. Um, So I don't think they'll have that big of a jump. But I do think they'll have a good year this year. They have a good running back. Um, quarterback maybe yeah. getting back into the swing of things, playing much better. Um, so they could be rolling around this time, but I think that the Broncos' defense is able to shut down that uh, rush, rushing offense and ultimately get us the win. Alexis? Mm. I'm just thinking about that Thursday night game. I know so much has changed for both teams again. Oh. Do you remember that Thursday night football game? Like, what Was that two years ago? Do yeah, I? It, yeah. When uh, there was like no offense whatsoever, it was like one of the worst games I've ever seen. It was, yeah. They were starting their third string quarterback. Yep. They were starting Case Keenum. Yep. Who was uh, their third string quarterback? We, and the Broncos were starting. Was it Teddy? 
was Teddy hurt? I don't remember who it was. It was a debacle. And the Browns were without Nick Chubb and yep. Kareem Hunt. Uh, who was it? Uh, Johnson was their running back. Yep. And the Broncos were starting like their eighth inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the the that running back. Yeah, Dernis Johnson. Dernis Johnson. Yep. Yeah, he ran for like 140 yards. Yeah, he went yeah. crazy. Was it was Drew, it a Drew Lock? Lock game? Was it 2020 or 2021? I'll look it up real quick and I'll figure okay, it out. Okay, look it up. All I all I have to say is as long as this game doesn't look like that, like I don't even care who wins. Because I remember just sitting there, it was like halfway through the first quarter, and I was like, this needs to be over. Like, it, was, this uh, is... it was Teddy versus uh, Case Keenum. Yeah, in what year? Mm. Uh, was it was October 17th, 2021. Oh, and Teddy was hurt that game, like coming into it. I remember yeah. like he, they weren't sure. Yeah, I think it was yeah. concussion yeah. and shoulder. Yeah. So it was like, can he even throw the ball? Yeah, that was bad. Sorry, I took us down a uh, a little rabbit hole there. Yeah, depressing one. <laughs> depressing one. <laughs> You're not Point even gonna being, say if they win or lose. Just I mean, not that. Just not that. <laughs> just not that is good for me. Um, I think the Broncos. When is this one on? Is this one on the road or is this one at it's home? It's home. It's at home. Ooh, can't lose to the Browns at home. Can't lose to the Browns at I home. I say you could really say that about every team when you're the Denver Broncos. Like, oh, can't lose to them at home. But like that is when you cannot lose to the Browns at home. Yeah. Oh man, there's there's one That's game. That's not really a hot take, but. but there's at least one game a year where you say the Broncos aren't going to win that game, and then they win it. I yeah. think that that would be the Chiefs game this yep. year that we've got them winning. And there's one game that they shouldn't win or that they should win and they mm. lose. I'll say this one's a loss, but it doesn't matter because you both picked them to win. Um, so there we go. Eight and three. You've got to be kidding me with the Houston Texans Wait, on the road. You got you have them losing that game? Yeah. You had them winning, right? Yeah. Why do you lose? Why do you have them losing? Just because there's there's always a game that you should win and you okay, lose. Okay. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Eight and yeah. three going into Houston to play the second worst team in the NFL last year in the Texans. With a rookie quarterback, with a rookie head coach, uh-huh. win for the Broncos. I think we chalk it up to a win. First year head coach, um, we've seen how, how that's worked for us. So <laughs> no. I'm going to put them in that same boat. Um, do think he's a good coach and a yeah. good defensive mind, but I have them losing to the Broncos. I mean, it's the Texans. Mm. You agree? I like. I want to disagree for the sake of a good pod. Well, you can because we picked them to win. I so know, it's so a it doesn't win even matter. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Uh, I do think they win. Yeah, yeah, I just the the Texans have been ever since 2001 have just been really a team that you don't have to worry about ever. <laughs> it's so true. Which is such a bummer. Yeah. They, they, there was so much excitement surrounding that team when they yeah. first were. Gary Kubiak. Gary and David. David Carr. Yeah, yeah. Remember David Carr, like coming out of yeah. Fresno State, everybody yeah. thought he was going to be the next, I don't know, fill in the blank, yeah. and yeah. he just wasn't. God. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. He had a couple of Pro Bowl seasons, mm-hmm. and like yeah. you said, uh, uh, Andre Johnson, a yeah, beast. Baller. Cool. Okay. Uh, Broncos are also 6-3 and three in the, all of history versus the Texans. 6-3? and three? About that? Six We and lost three. three games to the Texans? Yep. 2018, <laughs> that was the Vic Banjo one. Uh, where uh, oh. he kicked the long field goal, and the who was the coach brought, was like yelling like DT had just gotten traded to the Texans. Oh, yeah. that yeah. one, and then uh, 2012 yeah. Yeah. and 2007 are the three that they've lost. Man, mm. I remember that one of the Bad Texans years. games back in 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 Houston, and Kareem, obviously his former team, he just lit up DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. 
And we, yeah, you were on that team. Yeah. That was yeah. the Drew Lock game. And the, yeah, the Drew Lock game. Exactly. We lost that one? No, you won that one. Oh, no, won that domination. Like, yeah, I mean, we killed the them. Drew Lock was great. And also the defense was great. Mm-hmm. Was there a, didn't, wasn't there a pick by a linebacker, a lineman, and then they tossed it to Kareem and he ran it? Yep, there was a pick by a lineman. So Kareem had a touchdown. He had the forced fumble <laughs> for a touchdown. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like we were balling that yeah. game. I was, I would be surprised if we lost that game. Yeah. Uh, they you they lost the twenty nine they lost the twenty eighteen game that was the twenty nineteen game okay so it was right. a year difference yeah I remember twenty eighteen in Denver um, there was just coaching blunders at the end of the first half and at the end of the game and it was like oh geez this is an issue so they lost the twenty nineteen game no they won twenty nineteen they lost twenty eighteen yeah at home twenty nineteen is when DT got traded uh, yeah. to uh, Eight, and they played it was actually DT. played here it was Vic Fangio's last season with Denver. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> it's all coming back. So who's going to win this next one? Is it going to be... Uh, um, let me pull it up. Is it going to be Ed McCaffrey's Breckenridge Distillery bourbon or Alfred Williams bourbon? You can vote on that over at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. They've got the Battle of the Bourbons going on. Ed McCaffrey made a blend, and Alfred Williams made a blend. One of them's a little sweeter with vanilla notes. That's my favorite one. But you can vote on this by going to BreckenridgeDistillery.com, and you can also post a picture to win two tickets to the Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey Suite for the Broncos-Chargers game, which we're about to get to, on New Year's Eve by posting a picture, a Broncos photo, to Instagram and Facebook using hashtag BroncosBourbon. They're going to narrow down those finalists on December 1st. So check them out at Breckenridge Distillery, where you can also... Get them in all 50 states. So if you want to find out where to get Breckenridge Distillery, go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com. It's the home of award-winning Breckenridge Spirits. You know, we've been talking about the schedule and about all these tough games. And, you know, with the Jets coming to play, I think they should be ready to call Bacchus and Shanker. Because when they get hurt, they're going to need some help. And if you call 222-2222, Bacchus and Shaker is there to help. Bacchus and Shaker wins for Colorado families. Um, They're free. Until you win, they win money for your case. No upfront fee uh, to speak with us about your case. No fee while we work on your case. No fee unless you win. Basically, you don't have to pay them nothing unless you are getting paid something. So that's a great, uh, that's a great win for you. Bax and Shaker has won over a billion dollars for their clients. They are serving all areas of Colorado, Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. Call Bax and Shaker at 222-2222 to set up a consultation. Nailed it. Great. Usually I like leave off a couple twos. There's so many twos. Speaking of great wins, Chargers in Los Angeles with the Denver home crowd there on December 10th, week 14. The Broncos face the Chiefs in a three-week stretch twice. They face the Chargers twice in a four-week stretch. So really interesting there. And then the Raiders, the complete opposite, week one, and then the final week of the season. Do they win this one on the road? I think they're on the road, so it's always a home game for the Broncos <laughs> uh, when we go play the Chargers. Um, the Chargers always find a way to lose, in my opinion. Um, that's just what they do. Um, I think they do have a talented running back, good quarterback. Uh, I'm not sold on him as being, like, the greatest as everybody makes him out to be. I think he's very talented, but um, I think the Broncos can win against the Chargers. They just find a way to lose. That's who they are. 
and they can't stop. So. Yeah, they're gonna charge her. They're, yeah, gonna, they're charge gonna charge her. her. Charge her. Charge her. Are they um, gonna? Austin Eckler always makes me a little nervous, but I do think this Broncos front seven will figure out a way to contain him. Do you guys remember what his numbers were last year against the Broncos? Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think going into the final game, he was on a tear. Like the like past I feel like he had like one really good them. game yeah. against the Broncos last year, and one where he was pretty much taken out of the game completely. So he ended the season so strong. He did, yeah. So I have to assume maybe that one later in the season was one where he just went off. But uh, Austin Eckler's always. So the last game of the season, he had 34 rushing yards, Whew. and uh, I like that. 36 uh, receiving yards. In the second to last game, the one they played in L- in LA, it was 36 rushing yards, 47 receiving yards. So he didn't have great games against the Broncos at all. Perfect. Wow. As long as they repeat that, then that's what really matters. Um, yeah. I I remember doing a lot of like play breakdown stuff with Steve last year, um, surrounding those games, and it, the fact that the Broncos were able to contain Austin Eckler based off of what we had seen and you know Steve's yeah. assessment I was I was surprised by that so I think if they can rinse and repeat whatever they did last year up against him that's going to be a huge formula for success for them um on the road yeah like Todd said Broncos <laughs> country shows out in LA I feel so, sorry yeah I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Broncos a dub on this one love it it feels like I know this isn't the case but it feels like the Broncos win in LA and then lose to LA at home at home mm-hmm. yeah so, that would make sense. My gosh, nine and three going into the final four games of the season. No, that should be ten and three. I think, if if we got them winning this game, this is insane. Ten and three, dude. Balling. The Broncos. Broncos are winning the Super Bowl this I year. Mean, they're fighting for the AFC West right now with the Chiefs. Yeah. No matter how good the Chiefs are, and now the Broncos ho- or go on the road to play the Lions. We don't know if that's going to be a short week, and it's nine and three. Okay. Okay. Um, we don't know. That's there's no chance it's nine and three. We only have four games left, so that's sixteen games. So there's no chance. Real quick, win against the Chargers, win against the Raiders, Commanders, oh. Bears, Jets. That's uh, four. You yeah. did do. Oh, yep. You're good. Uh, then we can just pick our losses, right? Green Bay. Yeah. Well, like the sure. losses are. Um, Miami, Miami, Miami uh, KC, yep, and Buffalo. Buffalo Bills. Those are three. <laughs> wow, you're right. Yeah, so so it'd be ten and three. So I'm right. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You're here, uh, awfully quiet. I I, on that side I, I, of I still the, don't think right it now. is, but I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you have it. If it's wrong, it's it's wrong. So we've got them uh, with the final four games left. We've got them on a one, two, three. Four game win streak at 10 and three. This is a great season. And now this next game, mid-December, they're going on the road to play in Detroit, but it's a dome, so it doesn't really matter when the game is. The Lions, you think they might hang out around with the Chiefs? So do they give the Broncos a little run for their money? I think they do. Um, I think that at 10 and three, I think that they might lose. They be on such a hot streak, you know, <laughs> yeah. you got to lose one of these games. Yeah. And, and I think the Lions are going to be pretty good this year. I think they're going to give the Chiefs a run for the money in the first game. And it's Detroit. Like, even though you're in a dome, like, it's dark, it's muggy, it's hard to, like, even when you wake up, it's dark and cloudy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to get yourself up to ant for those games um, because of the weather. So I would say that 
I'm only going to give the Broncos one more loss in this season, so I'm just going to give it to the Lions on this one. I think the Lions might win. Yeah, as much as I still think Dan Campbell's Lions are going to get smoked week one, I just don't think they're going to be clicking yet. Yeah, um, I think at this point in the season, I think we're going to be seeing a really, really solid Lions team. I think this is probably – one of the toughest games on the schedule in the back half of the season. Um, yeah, I, I think this is an L for the Broncos, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, with their staff. Their staff has a lot of yeah. former uh, Sean Payton mm-hmm. disciples. So it's it's interesting to kind of see that matchup, yeah. obviously. But I, I think the Broncos might struggle that week. I'm a Todd road game in Detroit. Well, yeah. And you well, know, who, you know, who's going to get his team fired up. I mean, probably Sean Payton, but definitely Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell in December. Um, also, I think that division might be the most wide open division in the NFL. So they'll certainly be fighting for the division. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go uh, a loss with you guys there. Then back to back holiday games. Beep, beep. What do players think holiday games, Todd? Um, I don't think we love it. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's cool. If you are um, on a, on a, Thanksgiving Day, you get to have some victory turkey. Um, but we would much rather be at home with our families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's also fun to play when you know everybody's watching. Yeah. Like everybody around the country, all your family's watching. Yeah. Um, you get to go out there and have a great game in the spotlight because that's what you want. That's not the game you want to get crossed up yeah. <laughs> or uh, a touchdown caught on you because um, everybody gets to see it. So I think the Broncos can do great in these these two games. You know, so Patriots at home, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. 6.15 p.m. You believe in the Patriots? No. No. I think they're struggling. I think just like even though Bill Belichick is a great coach, I think they're going to they've struggled just like the Packers will struggle for a couple years. Mm. When you lose a Hall of Fame quarterback, I mean, it just takes time to I mean, like we did. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It takes time, man. And so I think they'll be they won't be poised or ready to beat the Broncos. Yeah, I don't think a Mac Jones led Patriots team is going to have what it takes yet to beat the Broncos late in the season where hopefully, I mean, the Broncos are looking to win the division. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I think Mac Jones has done enough to probably, do you guys think Mac Jones has done enough for his teammates to buy, hi Hank, (laughs) to buy in um, with him? I think the start of this season is going to determine all of that because I think a lot of people, probably rightfully so, are giving Mac Jones last year as a break because he literally had a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator. And he he did have a really good rookie season. He had a better rookie season than any other quarterbacks in that draft class, including Trevor Lawrence. Um, So I think he either earns that respect at the beginning of the season or totally loses it. And they're probably on a different quarterback at this point in the season. Yeah, I'd be curious, like, are we talking about, like, that week when we're previewing that game are we talking about mac jones yeah versus russell wilson um interesting but yeah i'm gonna give the, the broncos a dub this week there we go i don't even have to decide on this game here broncos 12 and 4 this is crazy heading into the final two wow, weeks of the season oh my goodness and of course it ends with two division opponents the chargers at home Todd, you said the Chargers typically find a way to charge, or do they do it again? Do the Broncos sweep the Chargers? You know, I think that the Chargers always find a way to lose, but I will say that they all the AFC West games are tough. Yeah. 
So just like the Chiefs, I think the Broncos will go one and one with the Chargers. And uh, I think the Chargers may take home this game um, towards the end of the year. Yeah, we had Kay Adams on, and she uh, pretty much was saying Justin Herbert's going to be the MVP this year. The Chargers mm-hmm. are like a legitimate contender. So going one and one against them, would you take that right now? I would, for sure. Would you take that, Alexis? Yeah. Um, I would I would love to see the Broncos sweep the Chargers. Last year, both games decided by three points. Woo. And yep. one, the one they lost in overtime. Well, yeah, the first one. Yep. At, in L.A., right? Yep. yep. I think Monday night game. Yep. They lost that one by a field Montreal, goal in Washington overtime. Montreal, Washington dropped oh. the punt. Hey. I guess was pushed into. He was pushed into him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was a disaster of a play. Um, I'm just thinking as much as I'd love to see a sweep, I think they're going to probably have to split these. So, yeah, I think we probably lose this game. Yeah, and I'll sign up or for... Or win this game. I'll sign up a win this game? Well, it would be a win this week. Don't we have an elf? No, or? they've won in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We have they them winning in LA. LA. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so a little reverse from last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Man, no, now I want to give I want to give the Broncos the win at home. You get them the win at home? Yeah. I'm going last. I, I, th- I think it's a, a split. I think it's a one-and-one for the Broncos. Uh, Hank, you're not on this pod. You don't get a say. Um, so uh, I, I would take a one and one split with the with the Chargers. I would take a one and one split with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Would you sign up right now? Absolutely not. For a one and one split with the Raiders, Raiders a team that they've lost six straight games to, that when Josh Jacobs has played, they've lost seven straight games to. Nope. Um, would you take it? No. I, you know they're my <laughs> least favorite team yep, in the yep. in the world, so I don't want to split any games with the Raiders. I don't want the Raiders to win anything, um, and I want the Broncos to sweep them, and I think we can. It'll be the last game of the year right before um, playoffs. I think it'll be a great game. Um, hopefully we are sitting at 11 and five and um, we maybe can rest a couple people because we know yeah. we're going to whoop the Raiders. Um, so hopefully that is our season. If, uh, if the Raiders still had Derek Carr, maybe I would say that mm. they would uh, split this game. Do you think games. Derek Carr is better than Jimmy Garoppolo? He was. Yeah. I don't know if he is anymore. He yeah. was really good. And then he got that one hit where he hurt his leg. And yep. after that, yeah. he like got, Timid. Scared, yeah. Yeah, he was scared yep. for the rest of the time. I know the Broncos haven't beat him in a minute, but yeah. when I played against him, I definitely felt like that fear, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that he has in the pocket now. I mean, he yeah. was like an MVP candidate yep. before yeah. getting that injury, and then, yeah, he's just been a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's literally statistically every year he's like the 12th best quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. which you're not scared of as a defense. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to respect him enough, but you're not scared of. No. You want to know who I'm not scared of? Josh McDaniels. You aren't scared? I am not scared of Josh McDaniels. So, nope. Um, I'm going to say this is a big dub. I think Broncos sweep the Raiders this Boom. season. I, I don't even think it's close. Four and two against the AFC West. They beat the Raiders on the Love streak. It. They beat the Chiefs and end the streak. And they're 12 and five, potentially competing for the AFC West title, potentially competing for the number one seed. And a Super Bowl. Uh, and. Uh, Man, 12 and 5. Yeah, and then you're certainly competing for the Super Bowl if you're going in the playoffs with a 12 and 5 record. Yeah, for sure. And we were pretty much right on the uh on the depth chart. Yeah, it's team. true. Yeah, so it's I mean, true. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I have faith in us, man. I <laughs> so love that we're saying that Sean Payton is seven win bet seven wins better. <sighs> you flipped this you flipped the record. 
5 yep. and 12 to 12 yep. and 5. Flipped. My goodness. That would, this would be Seven awesome. Wins. This would be awesome. Let us be right. If we're right on this, it's going to be a blast. Oh, Put your bets in right now on, on, on a Bet365. There you go. Eight and a half is what the Broncos win total is right now. You're clear in this in what? Week 14? Week 13? You're cashing in. like My in, goodness. Honestly, I have a bunch of Broncos on my fantasy team, so if it works out, I'm going to win the league too, oh, so I'm you, all in. You definitely are. Because I'm not playing fantasy this year. You okay? I know. Okay? I mean, I want to. It's like I haven't grown out of the fact that I couldn't play like when I worked for the team. Right. Because the NFL gambling policy. Yep. So now that you can actually part yeah, Both of you can start getting into some betting, some I fantasy can, now. We can become degenerates now. <laughs> yeah, literally. Exactly. <laughs> Future Phil Nicholson over here. Future Phil. Um, let's hop into the comment section before we get out of here. And before we do, please hit us with a thumbs up. I mean... If you don't like 12 and 5, I don't know what you like. If you can't get excited for that and give us a thumbs up, I don't think anything that we do can get you pumped. So we really appreciate it. It helps us out. Uh, and let's hop into the, the Super Chats. First one coming in from Ant says, Zach on point. Alexis Smart and beautiful Todd. Superstar status bringing the smoke. Be in Denver tomorrow. DNVR on Saturday morning. See you soon. Heck Hashtag yeah. Scobuffs. <laughs> Let's go. go. Man, the bar opens at 9 a.m. Buffs play at 10 a.m. Hank's Montana team plays at noon. Who? Hank's going to be uh, drunk. Who is that? Yeah, I don't know. Montana. Oh, he went to Montana State. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Big yeah, Montana yeah. State guy. Uh, <laughs> just like Alex Singleton is. Um, the bar is a place to be this weekend, so make sure to come and check it out on Saturday. And thank you for that super chat, Ants. Next one from Austin says, Let's go Broncos country. Love the show. Just wanted to show some love. Shout out to Todd. Big fan. Thank you, man. I appreciate the love, man. We love doing this pod. I think it's been fun for us, and we've been having a good time with it. And uh, come through and check us out. Come to the bar. Like yep. you said, it's going to be open. I can't wait till week one um, with the Chargers. Yep. I think it's going to be a great game and a great night. Um, inviting people out already. I think it's going to be go. fun, man. It's going to be Let's fun. Let's go. And speaking of week one, stay tuned. We've got some really exciting plans for how we're going to do game day. It's going to be a little different than in the past, and I think you are all going to love it so much. So that's going to launch week one on that Sunday before the Raiders game. And last super chat coming in from the Blind Wordsman DS says, the Broncos will go 11-6, and six, or if, no, yeah, the Broncos will go 11-6. and six, I will die on that hill. Mark it down. Love oh, it. How'd you feel about 12-5? and five? Really good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay, now we just got a couple of questions on the website. C. Fillmore 72 says, Hello from England. Back after the summer holiday. Long time, no comment. The best pickup of the offseason have been at DNVR. Love the additions of Super Bowl winning Todd and Emmy Award winning Alexis to complete the established Mighty Three. The diversity of the new pod squad is great. It's enhanced the product while maintaining the presenter chemistry or the present chemistry and humor that we all enjoy. Good work. Thank you. Christopher. Uh, he says, if you have not seen it, can I recommend Kay Adams on-field interview yesterday with Sean Payton on the YouTube channel? Really insightful into training camp ethos this year and the importance of an experienced coaching staff. Grown-ups are in charge. As always, it's that time of year. I'm optimistic for the season ahead. He predicts a 9-8 and eight record and a winning season at last. Looking forward to the next few months with you all at DNVR Diehards. All the best, Christopher. 
Thanks, Chris. Yeah, he's going to love the 12 and 5. Heck if, yeah. he's, if he's down for 9 and 8, he's going to love 12 and 5. So Kay was out there yesterday? Um, no, Kay, this was, uh, he then commented and said um, they launched yesterday, Oh, I think. okay. Yeah. I was yeah. going to be like, did she bring donuts again? Or? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like you bring donuts once, you got to bring them every Oh, time, you have you know? to. You just got to like up it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. next time it's going to be like, Tequila. Oh, there we go. So, From donuts yeah. to tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the like leap it. there. <laughs> um, Onion Booty says, you got me again. Becoming a diehard is long overdue, but I'm never not listening to Hanky Panky. Mm. A super duper belated welcome to the pod. I enjoy roller coasters, so thanks for the thrill. But on the serious, I admire your film junkiness. Our Broncos intellect benefits greatly from your academic research. To Todd. A less belated, but still belated. Welcome to the pod. I can't believe it's really you, our best leader and fiercest competitor <laughs> inside linebacker since Al Wilson. We're lucky to have Zach's. your player perspective, media talent, and awesome vibe to RK and Zach. Wow, an RK mention. We haven't seen him in a while. We legends. You're both legends. Thank you. And saving the best for last. Sorry, fellas. To Alexis. Please stay on the pod always, forever, near and far, closer together. Your wit, positive humor, and thoughtful takes are a gift to us all. Jeez, oh, thank you. Wow. I'll end my soliloquy with two questions. Zach, do you plan to take Kareem Jackson up on his wedgie offer? And Todd, what is your favorite type of booty? He says, mine, of course, is the onion variety. Love onion booty, Bronco. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Uh, his username Wait, answer is your question Onion first. Booty Bronco. Yeah, I'll let you think a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, if Cream wants to smoke, uh, he can. He can what? get up in my underwear, I guess. Whoa! <laughs> Isn't that what a wedgie is? I don't. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, you gotta check that. <laughs> I feel so like for funny. me to talk about booty after this, that would be crazy. So this whole thing, this this whole question is just really yeah, it's been all over the place. I like the name though. That's a good uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a good screen name. <laughs> so we moving on. Yes. Last one coming in from Nash Bronco says, "Fellas, what do we know about the scheme the Broncos will run on each side of the ball from preseason action? Obviously, we haven't seen the juicy trick plays and only have a few series from the starters. But what schematic info have you guys been able to pick up? Going to run the ball. <laughs> yes, that is for sure. Just and, keep it simple. Yeah, and to, to, to pile off of that, Russ is going to run the ball. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Yep, they're going to run the ball. Defensively, <laughs> uh, they're going to play a lot of... Outside man cover three and uh, mix it up on third down. So I look forward to seeing them really get after quarterbacks on third down. I think that's really where, they're, where they will win uh, most of their matchups. And uh, Yahir said earlier that he asked for some input from some fans uh, about what they want to see on the show. A lot of those things is they want a little more insight into schemes and certain mm. plays and what's going on. Tough. Good thing we got Todd Davis. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna help us break that break down, down throughout baby. the season. So make sure to stay tuned to the pod. Are we allowed to break it down? Like like from what we see in practice, like the week leading up in terms of game prep, like are we allowed? Oh, I'm assuming no. that we oh, can't say anything. Oh no! In fact, okay. Today was the last full practice we get to watch all season. Oh, oh and wow. it was uh, we saw nothing today. Um, but next week we only get to watch like 20 minutes to just see who's out. There. Is it just stretching? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Right. But then we're That's in the locker moment. room and we have some fun plans for the locker room. We're going to be getting some awesome content 
And we're coming back with tomorrow. With Kareem Jackson. But yes, with Kareem Jackson. <laughs> I actually have a Kareem idea that I've oh, talked to you about. Yes, yes, that yes. That I'm dying to do, and I, I think it. it could still work during the regular season. So yep, we're it, gonna, we're it absolutely it can. Yeah. Maybe a little uh, DNVR, KJAC TV collab. I like it. A little collab. Like yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if Kareem will talk to me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know he'll <laughs> talk not. to Todd and Alexis, so we're good. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to take a similar approach to today, but we're going to go broader. We're going to be looking at who's going to be the division winners. Who will the 12 and 5 Broncos be playing in the playoffs? Yep. Will the Broncos be in the Super Bowl? We're going to take a look at that. It's going to be fun. Stay tuned. That's a morning show, 10:30 a.m. We got to run to plan what our season looks like on this podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. Hit with a thumbs up and we're out. Flying cotton would stick to you.